0: Do you know how I knew your name was Doc? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I can remember when I was a little boy, my grandmother and I could hold conversations entirely without ever opening our mouths. She called it "shiny." long time i thought it was just the two of us that had to shine to us just like you probably thought you was the only one but there are other folks though mostly they don't know it or don't believe it how long have you
1: been able to do it
2: Welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. I'm Nick the Rat. This is Nick the Rat Radio, and we're up to episode 164. Holy crap. It is February 6th. January has come in my eye and left me without any money next to my pillow. And for that, this beer is for you, Mr. January. Tonight I'll be uh, drinking a fine Matala. Was that a model modello? M- <laughs> yeah, uh, They're tasty. They're okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. And tonight we have a really, really interesting topic. Well, my notes about it are a little jumbled because I think I lack the ability to keep good notes. Which might mean that I, I am not a psychic. We're, we're going to be talking about psychics tonight, psychic abilities, psychic powers, a whole bunch of psychical things. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be, it's going. I'm psyched for it. I should, I should, <laughs> I should just end the show. That's bad. Modellas are not real beer. You're right. I'm sorry, everybody. Next week I'll be drinking a fine liqueur of some sort. Long as the donations keep up. Which I would just like to say thanks to all the subscribers. To everybody that donates, to all the Twitch subscribers. I'm on I'm on the Twitch streams now. I'm on uh Yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm everywhere. I'm on the no agenda streams. You can just go to my webpage and find everything there. NickTheRat.com Rat dot com, dot com. A whole bunch of places. Thank God for the Dark Seward Network for keeping keeping the dream alive. But uh yeah, we have we have um we have some news tonight. We have a whole bunch of news. Um we have um I was looking into psychic stuff and and for some reason I I, I got I started listening to a whole bunch of Alan Watts clips. I I, I if you don't know who he is, he's kinda of fun to listen to. We're gonna be listening to a whole bunch of Alan Watts tonight. We're gonna to be taking phone calls, phone calls on the phone. People even make their hand look like a phone anymore when they talk into it. Like, is that even a phone anymore? Phones are just phone call- phone calls. It's like holding a brick to your head now. Ah, we'll be doing that. What else do we have? I don't know. Maybe some people have some stories or something. Oh, we're going to... I'm going to be doing some psychic tests on myself tonight with my, my tarot, tarot deck. I got a, some tarot cards. I'm going to be trying to... Uh, Guess, guess the tarot card. I'm going to randomly pull from the deck to see if I'm psychic. S- a psychic, uh, but you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. It's gonna be uh, a fun, a fun, a fun time. I think so. Maybe. I hope. If it's not, then then I guess, then I guess, I, uh, I guess, I. <laughs> then i guess i failed you um no i didn't fail you yet so let's listen to some jeremy reed with 168 it's a good number comes after 167 yeah this is eight let's listen
3: I'll tell you sixteen times. Stop blasting that monkey bullshit up from the sewer. You're trampling my hs signal down in Mexico. I can't get my slave labor closed,
4: baby. I can't get my signal down ever good. You're trampling my motherfucking signal. I can't get that shit from to sewer.
2: That was a great song right there by Jeremy Reed. Home uh, 168. All this music is on SoundCloud. All this music is CC BY 3.0, meaning you could distribute it for free as long as you gave credit to the artist. You could even you could even morph it. You could you could change the song around, which which I do sometimes. I throw some clips on there. Just want to say thanks to SoundCloud for for giving us some good free music because god damn it it's uh it's good and it's free. It's culture. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Jeremy Reed's been putting a lot of songs out there. I think I played them for like the last couple of shows, actually. So this model is for you, Jeremy Reed. Jeremy Reed. Um, <laughs> let's talk about psychics really quick. Let's just go straight to the Book of Knowledge and read what a psychic is. Psychic is a person who claims to use. Extrasensory Perception, ESP, to identify information hidden from the normal senses, particularly involving telepathy or clairvoyance, or who performs acts that are indecent and inexplicable by the laws of nature. Wait, it doesn't say that. Well, yeah, you know, so, psychics is basically stuff that science hasn't even figured out yet, I think. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like... They call it a pseudoscience. But isn't theoretical science pseudoscience too? I have a theoretical disease disease in that. I have a theoretical degree in that. Eh. And also at the beginning of the show, I played a clip from The the Shinning, but uh, I was going to actually pick one from Star Wars. Star Wars is basically all about psychic people. They're just a bunch of psychics. Everybody in Star Wars is a psychic. So if you want to learn more about psychic powers, just watch watch Star Wars. No? No, probably not. Um, Let's see here. Why don't we just play uh, our first Alan Watts clip to see what he has to say about life in general? I don't even know how this has to do with the show. You know what? This, throw it all away.
5: So then, let's consider first of all what is a mind in the grip of vicious circles? Well, one of the most obvious instances that we all know is the Mm. phenomenon of worry. The doctor tells you that you have to have an operation, and that has been set up so that automatically everybody worries about it. But since Worrying takes away your appetite and your sleep it's not good for you but you can't stop worrying and therefore you get additionally worried that you are worrying and then furthermore because that is quite absurd and you are mad at yourself because you do it you are worried because you worry because you worry that is a vicious circle So now, can you allow your mind to be quiet? Isn't it difficult? Because the mind seems to be like a monkey, jumping up and down and jabbering all the time. Once you've learned to think, you can't stop. And an enormous number of people devote their lives to keeping their minds busy and feel extremely uncomfortable with silence. When you're alone, nobody's saying anything, there's nothing to do. There's this... this worry, this lack of distraction. I'm left alone with myself and I want to get away from myself. I'm always wanting to get away from myself. That's why I go to the movies, that's why I read mystery stories, that's why I go after girls or anything that you do or get drunk or whatever. I don't want to be with myself. I feel queer so well why do you want to run away from yourself what's so bad about it why do you want to forget this why do you want to become yourself because you are addicted to thoughts this is a drug a real dangerous one compulsive thinking going on and on and, on and on and on and on all the time it's a habit so there's a difficulty about stopping that activity. And you really have to stop it if you want to be sane. Because if I talk all the time, I don't hear what anyone else has to say. And I'll end up in the situation of having nothing to talk about but my own talking. Or so in exactly the same way, if I think all the time, I won't have anything to think about except thoughts. So in order to have something to think about, There are times when you simply must stop thinking. Well, how do you do that? The first rule is don't try to. Because if you do, you will be like someone trying to make rough water smooth with a flat iron. And all that will do will stir it up. So in the same way as a muddy, turbulent pool quiets itself when left alone, you have to know how to leave your mind alone. It will quiet itself.
2: My mind's quiet right now. I've been focusing on this deck of cards that I have in my hand. They're tarot cards, but they're a normal 52 uh, deck, I think. And I was focusing on it this whole time, and I saw a four. I don't know if you could try this at home too. If you were thinking about it, just think think really hard right now. With the top card on this deck, as I shuffled it seven times, I, I saw is it? I saw is it gummy nerds? I saw I saw a four. It's either a spade or a diamond, but let's see what it is. It's a. It's an eight of clubs. All right. All right. Well, I'm not so. I'm not much of a psychic, I guess. Uh. What? You think I was really? If I if I got that right, I wouldn't be doing this show. Let's see here. I could try another one. Let me try another one. Let me just cut the deck. Let me shuffle that. That 8 back in there, in case it goes back to the top. It's going to... You know what? Whatever. I just know it's not going to be an 8 of clubs, okay? The next one is going to be... I can feel it. I can feel it. I soars it. I soars it. I'm feeling a... I'm feeling, I'm feeling a 5. Feeling a 5 hearts. No, that's a jack. That looks like a jack of, some, jack of something. That's a, that's a jack of spades. All right. I thought I can get better at this, but I, you know, maybe later in, throughout the night I'll get better at this. If I just think about my psychic abilities. I do have a lot to say, actually, about psychic abilities. I think we actually do possess them. I think there's a couple of ones that are totally innate in, inside of us. And you can't deny it. I have some, I have some of them that you can't deny. Because basically, I guess we have to talk about what the word psychic is, which we already did. It's like a power with your mind, right? It's a mind power and some of us definitely have it some of us def- def- definitely have definitely have the mind powers actually we all have it i'll i'll prove it i got some other stuff too up my sleeve it's not a fucking for whatever i said earlier but anyway let's uh let's listen to actually let's go let's go to the news let's see what zindu has to say about pretty much whatever Zindu's going to say huh yeah? zindu You in the booth, you good? All right, cool. Zindu's in the booth. He's ready to do some news. Let's uh, let's listen to some Zindu.
3: Hoi hoi, everybody! It's your favorite alien newscaster, Zindu. Today, everybody's talking about. Well, today, Nick the Rat's talking about. Uh, what, 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 what kind of powers are these? Brain powers or something? All right, you guys want to talk about brain powers? Scientists in China are controlling rats with their brains. You want to talk about some of that shit? All right, let's talk about that. Anyway, uh, these are real psychic powers brought to you by technology. Technology. Alright, so it's a, little, it's a little fucked up, though. See, they, they put a, they put an EKG meter on the guy's head. What is this, an EEG? Yeah, so basically it's like they, they put some electrode tapes on, on a person's head. So if you think something, it activates a part of your brain, and then the thing could be like, oh, okay, I, this is a brain activity here, puts the signal into a computer. And then it beams it over to a rat who they stuck electrodes through his skull into his brain. Uh. Yeah. Who's got the fair deal over here? You know what? If you stick electrodes in anybody's brain, they'll be twitching all over the place. This is sick. This is not really, is not really controlling the rat with your brain. This is just kind of like fucking... This is like kicking an old person down the stairs and saying, Ooh, look, I just mind-controlled that old person to go down the stairs. I don't know how ethical this is. I don't even know uh, what, what the use would be. I guess... Uh, I guess one day, if we ever wanna, like, make people shake and, and, and twist to the right or twist to the left, this is gonna be great, great technology. I don't know. Uh, uh, who gets paid to do this stuff? This is like, this is some crazy, this is like, this is like a fucking rat holocaust going over in China right now. I don't know. We, I'm sure we do crazy shit to rats in America too. You know what? It, it, nobody cares about rats. And, and I do. And now, I'm I, I feeling a little, I'm a little, uh, I'm feeling a little mad right now. I don't know. I don't think I really like... Well, you know, I guess we gotta test on animals. Nah, fuck it. Anyway, that's the news.
2: Zindu, if, if I give you up to the government, they're gonna test on you. Three clubs. No, it's just the lovers. This doesn't even have a card. It's not even a card number. I guess not all the cards in my tired deck have... <clears throat> That was The Lovers. It's got the, the Tweedly D and Tweedly Dumb on it. I got the uh, Wonderland deck over here. Yeah, club, Lovers of Clubs. I'm close enough, aren't I? Yeah, maybe I'm getting close. Um, Let's go to, let's go to the next song. We're going to spin up the next track over here. You know, when they put these EKGs on your head and they zap you. Well, why don't why, why do they put the fucking thing in the rat's skull? I'm sure the electricity zap in their brain is making them twitch out just uh, go left and right and stuff, so that's why they have to put it in there. But I'm sure that they'll they'll have a, maybe 5G. Maybe they could just zap you with some 5G and make you walk to the left or the right. Like they could put it in front of a store, and you're walking down the block, it'll just make you walk into the store. You won't even know why you're in there. That must be it. I think they're using this out of Victoria's Secret. So I walked in there last week, and I don't know why. It's the, five, it's the 5G, I'm telling you. Uh, electromagnetic by Love Light Club. Uh, coincidence? I think not. Uh Love Light Club Electromagnetic, that was a pretty dope track right there. Maybe we should just play a a little bumper.
4: <laughs> That's... <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: That's Mark and George over there. They've been having a little fun. Oh, I'm sorry if I shouldn't have said your name. Uh welcome back. We're talking about s- 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 psychic powers. We'll be opening the phone line soon. If you wanna send you could give me a call at 917-719-5923. Maybe I should check to see if I have any voicemails. It's usually what I do. This modello is making me a little gassy. Uh Let's see. Voicemails. Voicemails? What the hell is this? It's it's new. It looks like I got some voicemails in the voicemail box. We're going to listen to some. We're going to open the phone lines after the next song. But let's listen to a voicemail.
6: Hey, fuckers. I hit that fucking point in my life where I Friends in their fucking thirties. They're getting fucking brain tumors.
2: Oh no.
7: My
6: parents and my in laws are having strokes and Parkinson's and all kinds of old age bullshit. Remember, live your life while you have it. Eat mayonnaise, get high, (laughs) drink booze, listen to Nick the Rat, kill fucking Satan.
2: Uh, It's it sucks getting old man. People are you know You really do have like Maybe that's why I'm listening to these Alan Watts things, because he talks about, like, the mind and the brain and, and all these, like, really, I guess, feel-good stuff. I don't know. Let's listen to another Alan Watts thing and see if it makes it feel good. I don't know. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will.
5: You do not know where your decisions come from. They pop up like hiccups. And when you make a decision, people have a great deal of anxiety about making decisions. Did I think this over long enough? Did I take enough data into consideration? And if you think it through, you find you never could take enough data into consideration. The data for a decision in any given situation is infinite. So what you do is, you go through the motions of thinking out what you will do about this. But warriors are people who think of all the variables beyond their control and what might happen. Choice is the act of hesitation that we make before making a decision. It is a mental wobbling. And so we are always in a dither of doubt as to whether we are behaving the right way, doing the right thing, and so on and so forth, and lack a certain kind of self-confidence. And if you see you lack self-confidence, You will make mistakes through sheer fumbling. If you do have self-confidence, you may carry, get away with doing entirely the wrong thing. You have to regard yourself as a cloud in the flesh. Because you see, clouds never make mistakes. Did you ever see a cloud that was misshapen? Did you ever see a badly designed wave? No, they always do the right thing. But if you will treat yourself for a while as a cloud or wave and realize that you can't make a mistake, whatever you do, because even if you do something that seems to be totally disastrous, it'll all come out in the wash somehow or other. Then through this capacity, you will develop a kind of confidence and through confidence, you will be able to trust your own intuition. Now, this is the middle way of knowing it It has nothing to do with your decision to do this or not. Whether you decide that uh, you can't make a mistake or whether you don't decide it, it's true anyway. But you are like cloud and water. And through that realization, without overcompensating in the other direction, you will come to the point where you begin to be on good terms with your own being and to be able to trust your own brain each of these lives is the right one every path
4: is the right path everything
0: could have been anything else and it will have just
4: as much
2: Yeah, he sounded like Yoda at the end of there. He was getting real old. Yeah, that's Alan Watts. He's uh, full of uh, fun. Wow, it is raining out. It's raining raining in the sewer. We'll be listening to a little bit more of him later. Uh, Let's see, where are we? Should I start? Should I start chop, dropping some weird stuff on you? I guess, you know, that's uh, psychic power. that's... you know, there's a whole bunch of ones that that are you know, like bending spoons and stuff, and I bend this pen with my brain. That that shit never seems to really work out, but actually, maybe it does for some people. I was thinking about this earlier because uh, because I was I was I had this thought. I'm like, hey, if if somebody could bend a spoon or move stuff with their head, wouldn't wouldn't they? Wouldn't, wouldn't they, wouldn't you know who did it? Wouldn't it be pop uh, public information? Well, what if they don't want to be found? Say you discovered the fact that you could bend a spoon with your brain. Or you could like slap somebody's ass from 20 feet away and they won't know it's you. Would you really want to let everybody know that you're the one doing it? I don't know. I think that it that people would keep themselves hidden from society. I think that uh I don't think that the, the, the first psychic is gonna be known. He's gonna keep himself unknown. Because back in the seventeenth century they locked up Galileo Galilee, Galileo Galilee. They locked him up. They locked he was like, oh this guy's getting too uh too much science stuff. But at the same time they also locked up this dude. Hold on. Let me get his name really quick. I had I had it all queued up his name and now it's just slipping my I don't have I don't have it queued. All right, I got it written down. I got it written down. I got it queued up with ink. Saint Joseph of Cupertino Valley. I think he worked on the Apple um iMac. He was a priest who could fly. They locked him up too. They locked up Joseph of Cupertino, and they locked up Galileo. Why? Why? What? Well, you know, science and paranormal—kind of like making a little uh, cheese sandwich right there. But you know, the the skeptics, the skeptic—you always got to talk about the skeptics because they're there. They said that his bread was probably toxic and made everybody that ate it trip, Trip tripping balls. So when he said he was flying, he was probably just jumping, (laughs) just jumping up and down. And he's like, oh, I'm flying. I'm flying. He was tripping balls, having a good time. (sighs) Could be. Might be. All right, let's listen to one more song, and then we're going to open up the phone lines. We got Just Hold On by one of my favorites, Diamond Ace. I love diamond ace. Just hold on. I'll pick up the phone in a little bit. Just hold. Don't eat. Don't eat the poison bread. I'd eat that shit, definitely. <laughs> Grilled cheese sandwich and start tripping. Woo!
0: still we if i can't have nick the rat on my station it's not going to be a good station and i just don't know if nick uh, can if the you run, are
6: you running nick on the uh,
0: no stream? absolutely <laughs> live
5: baby yeah are you kidding me even you listen to nick the rat come on
0: i have listened right. anyway the I point don't the listen point,
5: i listened the point of the segment
0: was you know you typically would wind up by saying wow corporate media sucks Podcasting's where it's at.
3: <clears throat> You're listening to the Dick Sucking Network. Duck. Sorry, it's the Duck Sucking. The di- Dark Sewer Network.
2: And we're back to the Dark Sewer Network, guys. Get it right. Uh, that was Diamond Days. Just hold on. And time for a beer. We're gonna listen to one more voicemail, and then we'll open the phone lines. Hey, why not? We're gonna do it live, baby. Let's see. Let's go to a voicemail. This looks like a looks like a def- decent voicemail. Let's play this guy right here, and then we'll open the phone lines. Hello. Yeah, you're talking about
8: psychics tonight, right? It's loud. You <sighs>
2: remember Miss
8: Cleo on the TV? And she'd fucking, she'd do that thing where she'd be like, call me now. And you'd call her now. And she'd charge your credit card at the Wazoo. Yeah, well, my mother used to call that every freaking day. She wanted to know, like, lottery numbers and all this fun stuff. But uh basically, it, it bankrupted me, Bankrupt my whole family. I don't God damn this Cleo must have got rich off of us. Like it must have been uh, like a million dollars. It was it was insane. She'd call every day, be on the phone for like hours.
3: I don't know. I, this
8: whole psychic stuff. It's it seems to be a bunch of charlatans and uh I don't I pers- I don't like it. I don't like it. But uh if you happen to know what uh tomorrow's lottery numbers are, please give me give me a call back. Thanks, bye.
2: Four twenty sixty nine sixty nine. Duh. Um all right, let's uh let's open the phone. How do we open the phone lines? I think that does it. Uh, also, nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. You could call in live right now, or leave a voicemail at any other point during the whole goddamn shebang of life until they cut me off or something. Uh, you could also send me emails. Um, nick at nick at nick rat dot com and put a hashtag. Uh, no, uh, just write gas blast in the title. So I know it's right now I get Whoa. I get tons of email constantly. But I just got a phone call right here. I think it's Hello, caller?
7: Hello, Nick the Rat, how are you tonight? T-
2: tonight I'm I'm doing pretty good tonight. How are you tonight?
7: I'm doing very well, thank you.
2: You're you're welcome. Is that is Well, that, I called in Is that all uh, you wanted to say? It was just that you're happy that I'm doing well. No. Oh. I, I have more story. Oh, is this a is this the world famous Illuminati, the storyteller of the ages? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. All right, well, hold on, let me grab my beer and get ready. Do you want to tell it now or is, there, is there is there any do you want to give a recap of last week or?
7: Yeah, yeah, let me give a recap of what happened last week. Okay. So, um let's see. So what happened last meet, week was we were introduced to Mary mm-hmm. who um, had uh, – she was eating her apple, her daily morning apple. Gotta when love Mary's uh, old apple. man came by. It's tasty. Yeah, you got to love – they are tasty. And an uh, old man came by and asked her to help with uh, this wheat that was falling out of his wagon. And so she helped him, and she helped him sell the wheat. So because of that, um, he gave her a – Necklace that had a little uh, emerald little sphere on it, being held by a dragon claw, and was on a I remember silver that. chain. I remember it was a that. necklace. I remember yeah. That. So she has this thing now, and uh, on her way home—well, no, not her, She goes home and uh, she sees her dad, and he's eating like early lunch, and he has to leave real quick to go back to his forge because he's blacksmith and he had to, like, put out coals and lock everything up and, you know, close everything down for the night, and then he was going to come right back home and eat dinner. Well, um, Mary made them dinner, and he never got home.
2: Oh, my God. And
7: I think that's where we left out.
2: That, that does sound familiar. Mary's apple, the wheat wagon, dad, blacksmith, not home. All right, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, start whenever you're ready.
7: Okay. <clears throat> so I'll just... Mary had finished making her dinner and set the table for two. She had roasted some lamb and herbs and butter, roasted potatoes, and threw together some fresh carrots and greens. Her father was always home right before the sunset, and she waited eagerly for him to come through the door. She waited and waited and waited. Once the sun had set, Mary had become worried. The lamb was getting cold. Mary had helped herself to a goblet of wine as she waited for her father to come. She was already starting to get a little tipsy. It was all she could do to keep herself from completely panicking. Finally she shut up finally she got up and shoved her chair back. Where are you? she shouted. She took another gulp of wine and tried to relax her nerves, but it wasn't working. If anything, all it was doing was making her more angry than worried. Mary peeked her head out of the cottage door like a ground squirrel peeking out of a burrow. Dad, she called. Dad. She shivered as the night air gusted and blew her dress about. She closed the door and looked <laughs> she closed the door and looked blankly at the dinner she made, which no longer had wisps of steam rising off of it. Her face contorted as she thought. She supposed that this may just be one of the times that her father got stuck at his forge and that he was she was overthinking his absence. Then a thought occurred to her. I wonder if he's hurt, she asked herself out loud. The thought of her giant bear like father being hurt was almost amusing. But at the same time, it was terrifying. With a sudden eagerness, Mary ran to her room and pulled out her chest of clothing. She pulled out her pants and shirt she wore when her father was training her with swords and axe throwing. She shoved her feet into leather training boots and bolted upright and ran to the living room. On her way there, she grabbed a leather jacket that had warm wool lining. She extinguished the fire in the fireplace in the living room uh, by throwing a pail of water into it. Water splashed and hissed as a plume of smoke shot into the living room. She looked over at the lamb shanks and her stomach grumbled. She grabbed a shank and ripped a piece of meat off with her teeth like a wolf ripping into fresh kill. She threw the rest of. her... Uh, hold on,
2: Mary oh, Sansa. Uh, she
7: threw the rest of. Her, mad. Yeah, she's like she's like hungry, you know, she's and dead. she's like worried about her dad. She's and got shit to do. This is all. This is wrong. Something's wrong, you know. Uh, she threw the rest of her and her father's dinner sloppily into a large leather pouch, which she lined with cloth. If she found her father and found that he was indeed injured, she figured he would most likely be hungry. She pulled on her training belt, grabbed her sword and three small throwing axes, just in case. She then secured them, walked out of her home, and locked the door behind her. She was usually cautious of wolves whenever she went out in the dark. Uh, she looked out in the night, which was dimly lit, lit with a full moon. She turned to her right and grabbed a lantern that was hanging there. She lit it and made her way towards her father's forge. She could see the coals of the forge still glowing faintly. He hadn't even had the chance to put them out. She squinted her eyes and allowed them to adjust to the darkness of the forge, which was hidden from the moonlight. When her eyes adjusted, she saw that the forge bellow was broken on the ground, she looked around and could see that the bench he sat upon while he sat at the anvil was also broken. Bits of metal and tools were scattered about. It was clear to Mary that her father had have fought someone. The hair on Mary's neck rose. <laughs> she whispered to herself. She could feel the tears she could feel tears start to burn her eyes, but she refused to let them fall, and she forced them back. Then she looked around. And saw what looked like boot marks that had been dragged and then a larger shape that had been dragged, like a large body, like her dad's body. She saw several other footprints all around this. Some looked smeared as though the person who made these footprints were struggling. She saw one indent in the the ground that definitely looked like someone had fallen. She looked around for blood and saw none. She noticed that the dragging was not in a perfect line and it seemed to Mary that her father was putting up a fight. Then the dragging mark disappeared and was replaced by tracks of two wheels. Oh man. They had taken him.
2: Oh man. I know. It's getting Not good. It's getting intense.
7: Right? Oh. Without so much as a without so much as a thought, Mary turned around and bolted for her stable. She burst in and startled Tear, who neighed and reared. Mary hushed him and threw his saddle on his back. He allowed her to get it on. She struggled with the weight, but she managed to bridle him and finally scrambled up on the tall horse. It was large enough to accommodate her father, but was far too large for her. Her father promised her to buy her a smaller horse after he sold a few more weapons, but she learned how to ride Tear anyway, and she was glad she did. Mary dug her heels into Tear's side and yelled, Yeah, with all of her might. Tear jerked so quickly that Mary nearly fell out of the saddle. She managed to stabilize herself and handled the reins. They rode out together to the ford, not bothering to gather supplies to prepare for a long journey since Mary didn't predict that she would have one. Once she found the wheel tracks again, she rode off as fast as she could, following them in the moonlight. You want me to keep going or?
2: Uh, yeah, you're you're only on uh, seven minutes or so. I'll give you I'll give you a few more minutes if if you got more.
7: Okay, yeah, I got a lot more.
2: Oh, man, I I love this story so far. There's so much action happening right now. I can't end it right here. That would be horrible.
7: (laughs) Okay, cool. Here we go. Mary and Tyr rode quickly along the path. They followed it until the sun popped up behind her in the east. She was not tired, and she rode relentlessly on, following the path made by the wheels. The track veered off into a field at some point. Mary pulled up the reins, and Tyr stopped on a dime, which almost made Mary topple over again. She followed the line of the flattened grass, and it seemed to go on forever. As she looked closer, she noticed that the grass was popping up again as though it wasn't flattened that long ago. She was gaining on them.:
4: Oh man.
7: Mary turned here towards the grass as she started to follow the trail. Eventually, in the distance, she noticed the mouth of a cave and a wagon parked in front of it. She was about to go full she was about to go full, full speed towards
2: it when she heard. <laughs> is, that, is that a setting on a horse? You pulled her tail. Oh, my God, you're teasing me? I'm sorry. (sighs)
7: She was about to go full speed towards it (laughs) when she heard someone from behind call after her. Hello, miss, he called. He was on a large, gray, speckled horse, but not as large as tear. He galloped up beside her. He was a man of about 50 or so. His hair was long and gray and unkept. He had a long beard that was straggly. His eyes were... Uh, His eyes were nestled under large eyebrows that had thick hair sticking every which way, like a ridiculous caterpillar. He had a crossbow resting on his knee and a large sword on his back. A potbelly protruded from under his leather armor. He smiled. Mary looked at him with furrowed brows. You look troubled, my dear. You're writing so quickly. Is there anything I can help you with? He asked. Yes, please, she said. She was about to explain that she was looking for her lost father who was abducted. abducted. Um, But she felt a short... abducted?
2: What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, abducted. I need to drink more beer. I'm sorry. Abducted. Kidnapped. Should I put kidnapped
7: instead? Okay, go on. Burning everything. Just kidding, you know. Um, Let's see, what is it? But she felt the sharp heat on her chest where her necklace hung and winced. She glanced down and saw that it was glowing bright green under her shirt. It had been hidden from the sun and Mary knew it had been no trick of the light. It was indeed glowing. She remembered what Mort had said it could do. She thought he was kidding when he said it was magic. Could it really sense deception? Is there anything I can help you with? The man asked again, feigning concern. The necklace maintained its warmth. She thought for a moment. She wondered if he was a guard. If she told him that she was looking for her father, he might capture her, too. Oh, um, I i lost my dog. A look of relief and amusement flashed across his face for an instant and then went back to feigning concern. What color is he? he asked. She, corrected Mary, trying to make it seem like it was a legitimate problem. She's a little white dog. A white dog, he exclaimed. Oh, yes. He pointed in a direction that was opposite of the cave. I could swear I saw a little thing running that way, he said. I believe it was being chased by some animal. I hope she'll be okay. Mary felt her lips tighten as he told her this cruel lie. What if she really had lost her dog? How could he be comfortable with saying something like this? She figured that it was so uh, she would ride quickly away after her dog, away from the cave. She intended to play dumb and make it seem like she did not doubt him at all. Oh, no, she cried. Mary tried her best to seem upset. Thank you, sir. I need to find her right now. Good luck, he said. With that, he turned. Uh, she turned here around and bolted the other way, trying to make it seem like she was urgently off to find her missing white dog. After a few minutes, she turned around to see if the man was looking at her. He was. She turned around again quickly, hoping he hadn't seen her look back. She rode over the path, made her way through the grass on the other side, and after a little while, she turned around to see if the man was still in sight, and he wasn't. She steered Tear off under an oak tree. She swung her leg over Tear and hopped clumsily to the ground. She was shaking with anger and fear. She paced back and forth, trying to figure out how she was going to get to that cave. For whatever reason, a group of people abducted her father and was keeping him in a cave. Why?
2: Did she really have um, a little dog?
7: No, she has no little dog. She was just pretending.
2: She was pretending. Oh, man. Holy crap. Do you, do you know if it was, it was midnight when this was going on?
7: It, <laughs> Uh-oh. Is it midnight in the
2: sewer right <laughs> now? It is midnight in the sewer right now. I was wondering oh my if God. the story takes place at, like, if it's synch- Synchronous? With uh, the story. That'd be weird. Well,
7: it, if if it was... It, I mean, really, it's probably in the middle of the day somewhere on this planet. So, I mean, technically it could be.
2: Somewhere. You know? Yeah, maybe they're on the other side somewhere. of the planet. Maybe, are they, are they Chinese people? Well, you never <laughs> mention their nationality. Well,
7: the lady had blonde hair, and so... I mean, maybe it, it was Bleach Bond. How
2: do you how do you know she was really a lady, though? Jeez, you are you're assuming so much in this story. I don't care. I don't care if you wrote it. <laughs> you're just <laughs> <laughs> I
7: assume genders. I'm a bad
2: person. Even though they're from your own brain, they might not really be what you think they are. This is this is making me think about life in a whole new way. Oh, and
7: I'm really insensitive. You're bringing a lot of guilt to my. You My should have.
2: You game. should have said Z is going to where Z is going, <laughs> and her yeah uh, parental figure, not dad. Jeez, it's twenty nineteen. I know. I'm I'm, sorry. I'm pretty insensitive.
7: Oh, all right. Um, you sound very righteously indignant right now. I'm sorry that I upset you on yeah. your own well, show.
2: That's what happens when you do that. Oh man. Well, I guess this is as good a stopping point as any. (laughs) That sounds good to me. Anyway, call back next week with the rest of the story. Okay, I'll I'll talk to you then. Bye. Oh wait, I just ended. uh, The the others. Okay, uh, let's listen to a song right here. We have "Mad World" by Gary Jules. Ram, Sylvie, little bit Mad World, Gary Jules, Tears for Fears. That was a Tears for Fears remix. Of course, you probably already all knew that. Uh, we're talking about uh, psychic powers tonight, and that's always a good thing. Which is because, gee, go in there, get in the hole, go, go, little file, go, go. And uh, to accompany what we we're, ta- uh, I don't know if we did we listen to this already. I can't tell because God gosh darn let's listen a little more Alan Watts
5: when we investigate the properties of nature this is new all the answers are in terms of particular structures forms, patterns and these can be measured and their behavior can be predicted But when I want to ask the question, what are the forms made of? I mean, what is it really? We can't think of any way in which we could answer the question. So the physicists finally abandoned the quest for stuff. And they gave us a description of the universe entirely in terms of form the pattern not the stuff When people ask what's the work yeah but you can't do that what's the pattern made of surely it mustn't be an answer to that see what happens is when you turn up the microscope all stuff turns into form it becomes articulate you know the carpet uh, looks like some sort of stuff but when you look at it under a microscope you will see the crystalline structure of the nylon or whatever it's made of. See? They want to know what are those crystals made of? All right? Turn up the volume and you will find uh, molecules. Turn up the volume. You find wavicles. But but we think the the, the wavicles must be of something. But of course they're not. We find substance or stuff totally vanishes and we are left with form. Sanskrit doesn't really have a word for matter, it has namarupa which means name, form. It's the form that matters or let's put it in another way, everything is a matter of form. <laughs> I'm going to this. It's fascinating. You say, does it matter? What does that mean? Does it matter? Is it important? In other words, does it measure up to anything? Joseph Needham translates it: organic pattern. That's what's going on. There isn't any stuff involved. Because it completely flouts our common sense.
2: Some more Alan Watts with uh, some weird music going on in the background. Yeah, I love that Alan Watts. Uh, just want to say thanks again to the great storyteller, uh, Luminati, for part two of that story. I can't wait for part three. I guess uh, we have to wait for next week to find out more. So that always works out. So science... Science is always... they. You know the CIA actually had, like, you know, the, the, the people that were, like, uh, they, they gave them all drugs and acid and stuff to try to do those brain tests. So they think they think this whole uh, re- like remote viewing and all these psychic powers are true too, but I think I think that they don't do it as much anymore because they figured it out. They figured out what all, all this psychic power stuff is, and it, it's basically manipulation. I think I think they I think the government learned enough about manipulation through all these tests. That they didn 't really need to perform anymore um, and they do it with they do it with with algorithms basically I think algorithms are psychic powers of computers it's the government it's the government's psychic brain trying to manipulate you with with their own bullshit. They use the algos to make predictive estimates of the future. So basically, basically, the, they 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 figured out what they needed to figure out about the psychic psychic powers. They don't do it too extreme. They're not like pulling people. Actually, they sort of are with a uh, with they have lasers that could be used to, like tractor beams and stuff. But that's not really a psychic power. It's a little bit weird, but uh. Yeah, like all these models they make, they're they're predictions of f- future possibilities. But the future's not written in stone. You can't you can't predict the future. But the the government the government's doing it, and people believe it. And and goddamn it, it's not right. It's not right. It's just not. Right. Let's listen to a voicemail. Whoa, we got a. F- Let's listen to a a live caller. Let's see if this works. Uh, hello, call. Hello, Nick the Rat. How are do you doing? it's going pretty good. How are you? Oh, doing?
8: I'm doing great. Staying warm out here in cold, cold, cold Dakotas.
2: Oh, you're in the I Dakota, have some
8: thoughts nice. about second powers, man.
2: Oh, hit, hit me with your knowledge, man. Hit me.
8: All right, all right. So, uh, as some of us may know. Uh, the placebo effect has a thirty-five to forty-five percent chance of working.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
8: mm-hmm. You, you know what the you know what the placebo effect does, right?
2: Yeah, it it, uh, it makes you, it makes you it 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 affects your future. For no good for no good reason. Yeah, that's a, a,
8: about forty percent right, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> so, uh, so like a, You know, you're given a sugar pill, and you're told, oh, this is a a blah, 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 and it'll do this, 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 and this will cure you. It doesn't do anything. It's just got a little bit of sugar in it and some other powdery stuff. It does nothing. But what happens is your brain does shit.
2: But why? Well, That's That's a good question. Yeah, do you know why?
8: Uh, I don't exactly know why. All I know I did I is be that millionaire. Yeah, well, somehow, like your uh, the consciousness, uh, that the stuff that is, somehow exists outside of your brain, actually affect your brain and then your physical body, and then it works up the cure for you. You know,
2: yeah. So all basically, right, you're building right. bridges so, with your brain. Your your you're kind of well, like a pers-
8: Yeah, you yeah, you do all sorts of stuff with your brain, you know? So so with uh with this with this kind of thing in mind, you can kinda of trick yourself into believing that you can uh, have telepathic thoughts with someone else. But the key is that the both of you have to be completely duped into it.
2: With these telepathic thoughts, would it be through, uh, like, an electromagnetic wave or something?
8: Well, the theory is that consciousness is non-local. And that uh, it's, like, it's sort of like your brain is just getting signals from your soul, I guess. And that, that it then translates and proliferates through the rest of your body. And so, like... Your thoughts don't exactly come from your brain, but they kind of exist out in the ether. Which, you know which, what I mean? This is
2: like quantum, though, isn't it? Isn't this like uh, quantum physics? Like the the quantum physicists stole this from the the psychics. Well, not just
8: the psychics, but uh, like a, from Eastern thoughts, from like a, a Buddhist monks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
8: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah shit I
2: forgot what what point I had there so can I can I put a thought into your head just by thinking it perhaps actually there's more proof of this I actually could back this up even more with the um, uh, with like the Zeep guys do you know how like when one person in one part of the world figures out like this new world changing event somebody else in another part of the world has it at the same time yes
8: that's, oh yes,
2: exactly is that like a is that, like, uh, 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 is that uh, that's like a spiritual connection between everybody on earth
8: It's pretty, pretty much it's yeah and
2: that's that's proof. another one of the theory it's proof that yeah. there's, is there's, that uh, there's psychic powers
8: well, and when all of that is said and done, just just who the fuck are any of us does that mean that we're all the same thing just living throughout different lives in different areas and then somehow still coming up with the same ideas at the same time.
2: And we can't think of words that don't already exist. Or something.
8: Well, if it, if anything actually, is anything, then everything is everything, dude.
2: So, but yeah. why don't I have access to your bank account then? Shit, <laughs> You don't want access to that. Ah, shit. <laughs> well, we could trade. We might might be better.
8: <laughs> oh, I doubt that. I doubt that.
2: Is our yeah, is, psychic powers. To, uh, I'm uh, not uh,
8: afraid to tell you how much I have in my bank account. It's 57 cents.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, yeah dude. that sucks. I, I got 69 cents, so. <laughs> You're... Oh, Shit, you're winning. I'm you up got twelve cents on me, dude. I'm pretty, I'm pretty close to win. Uh, do you think? Uh, do you think maybe the there's like a psychic well? Like, is it like a socialist? A socialist brain? Like a social soul taking over the planet? Um,
8: no, I, I wouldn't call it that so much. It's like uh, we really just get stuck on our uh, physical notions, our physical selves. Yeah, we We're do. obsessed yeah. with being. We we don't think of ourselves having a body, we uh, as being in our body, and we, we kind of got to reverse that for one. But there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it. But the best way, the best way to really unlock your psychic abilities, is to drill a hole through your skull. Yeah. Now this is not safe. This isn't safe. And uh, don't try uh, to at uh, home. Don't people. do it. If you... yeah, yeah, don't don't do it. You know, unless you. I have a a, a skull, the, the hole driller doctor around, you know, and right. then don't do it. Otherwise, I know.
2: know a guy. I know a guy.
8: Oh, you know a guy? Well, oh, yeah. You, yeah. You're in the sewers of Brooklyn. Of course, you know a guy. Yeah, That's so something. you should be. You should be fine. You should, yeah, you should totally try it out. You know.
2: So how does a uh, how does the hole in the skull help? How does that what does that do?
8: Oh, it, it really, uh, it does. Okay, here's a secret. It doesn't do anything. It's another placebo effect, you know. <laughs> if you convince yourself that it's going to work.
2: So, can I, can I drink a beer instead of drilling a hole in my. Skull? Was it called tray panning? <laughs> I'm seeing tray panning in the chat over here.
8: Oh, yeah. That's yeah, pretty much the same thing, yeah. Yeah, really? Uh,. Like your your psychic abilities is you you, you do got to trick yourself into believing that you can do it, and it's like the whole placebo effect is very crucial in this kind of thing, because as soon as you believe that it's bullshit, it'll never work.
2: But some things some things beat the placebo effect though.
8: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
2: But That's the true. placebo effect is there. Maybe the first human, or first rodent, or first sentient being had had the placebo effect. Well, that was, is that like kind of like like an instinctual thing too? No, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting am getting lost.
8: It is very instinctual. Yeah, I, I've met little kids that have uh, uh, very intuitive uh, psychic abilities. You know, and the, like I. I've, I know this uh, little five-year-old that just knows exactly what his mom and dad is thinking before they even think of it, you know? Oh, and so he, like, knows when like, they're okay. going to have
2: sex and stuff? That's gross. Ugh. I wouldn't want oh, to be that kid.
8: It's not really that. The kid doesn't know about sex. It, it's, it's more like a, uh, the kid knows exactly when grandma and grandpa are going to call, like, a minute or two before it happens, oh. that kind of thing, you know? That's
4: pretty
2: yeah. intense.
8: I don't yeah, I, Did you funny, have
2: huh? uh, did you have psychic powers when you were when you were a kid? Well, I I suspect
8: that as little kids we all have psychic powers because we're all in touch with our gut, gut feelings. Gut and feelings? that our gut yeah. feelings really really uh dictate how uh like it, your guts. Yeah, you know, when you got a weird feeling and you're kind of like, Oh, I shouldn't go over there Oh, I should really go to this thing right now. You know, it's uh, there's little signals that your guts actually send to your brain that tells your brain that you have these sort of uh, uh, needs or so- something kind of instinctual. And sometime in the growing up process, we try to grow out of that.
2: Are you, I don't know if it's growing out of it or if it's society sh- shutting it down for it. Because, because if you're like, it's I have both. a gut feeling, and your boss is like, you're fired, then and then you got then you stop talking about your gut feelings.
8: Yeah. You yeah, it was just like when I was a little kid, you know, uh in the winter, it when it dropped down below 5 -5 five degrees, they wouldn't let any of the kids go play outside for recess. And uh you know, we we'll all be like, fuck you, we can handle it. Uh we bottle up, and uh, the ice giants don't do anything to us, you know? <laughs> but the teacher's always like, no, 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 we can't let you outside. There's a, it's super cold, and there's ice giants out there, and they smash things. And they're like, eh, no. You know, we fight against it, but after a while, we accept it. like, eh, we must be afraid of the ice giants and, and the cold.
2: Uh, sounds like your teachers were just a bunch of pussies. But maybe they were trying Dude, to... Uh, uh, what about adrenaline? Like, there's the placebo effect, but what about, like, adrenaline? Is that, like, that's not a placebo effect. That's actually, like, real. Like, you could become stronger than you actually Mm. are because there's the the adrenaline going through your body. Is that... that, that, That's like a psychic ability, isn't it? Yeah.
8: Yeah, like like how a mother can, uh, in a spurt of energy, like, lift up a car to save her kid. Yeah. Exactly. We we don't know exactly why that works either. And,
2: And... and, and I have another one too. But I, okay. I, I, um, um, I, oh yeah, well, like when you do drugs, the drugs aren't really doing it to you. It's unlocking something already that exists in your brain. So, like, when you get high or you're tripping and you see some weird stuff, it's not really the drugs doing mm-hmm. it. It's, it's your brain. It's your brain saying, hey, this is already here, sort of. It's- Check it out.
8: Yeah, and it's it's not every drug that does that. It's only the drugs that awaken the not, the mind rather than the ones that numb the mind.
2: Indeed. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's uppers yeah, and downers and lefters and riders.
8: Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to look out for those lefters, though.
2: They're out there. Uh, caller, is there anything yeah, you'd like to say there. to uh, hashtag sewer chat before I hang up on you? Hey, hashtag sewer chat. I got it. Uh, you were too slow. Uh let's go right back to the let's go right back to the music. What do we got over here? This looks like a good track over here. We got DJ Lobster Dust with Urgent Situation Farner versus Yazu Gene Savage 1. DJ Lobster Dust, urgent situation. Farner versus Yazoo. Hello, caller. It's urgent. Move out, get around, move out, it So urgent. That song is weird, man. And the picture of the dude that made it—it's got like a clown. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, how are you doing tonight, sir? Oh man, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm like six or seven modelos in. Science, um, scientific haven't ribbon. It's a better choice than what I have. Yeah.
6: Can you hear that fucking train? Oh my god, listen to that horn. Dude, the train drivers around here are dicks.
2: No, I, I don't hear a giant train right now.
6: Oh, that's good. That's good. For your sake, it is great for the sake of the listeners. It's also great.
2: This is probably true. Uh, yeah. I hear rain. There's a lot of rain where I am right now. It's raining out.
6: That sucks. Is it liquid rain or has it has it converted to a solid yet?
2: Well, it hits the top of the sewer and it, can, it, it hits the mayo and then it becomes a greasy, oily mess all over the floor. been slipping around and stuff. Kind of gross.
6: Oh, that's that's pretty gross. What's worse, mayo or Miracle Whip?
2: Um, Miracle Whip is gross. That's the yeah, mayo. That's is, mayo is good because you know you can still lick it up off the floor even if though it's wet. The Miracle Whip like dissolves and then it gets. Then you just get all fucking uh, chunks from the floor. But the mayo is uh,
6: like like leaving it in the trunk of a car in the summertime.
2: You
6: and. Uh, that's happened to me before. Leave a bag of groceries in the trunk on accident. Like, what the fuck is that smell? Oh, my fish sticks and mayonnaise.
2: That happened to me once, but it was a body. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that on air. Um.
6: Nah, you can edit it out in post. I don't,
2: yeah, post. Kyle, get on it. Kyle.
6: Get on that shit, Kyle. Kick him. Wake up, Kyle.
2: <laughs> if I kick him, the... I glued his bones together, so he's still, like, in a human form, but if I kick it, it might fall apart.
6: Nice. Silicone skin.
2: So, sir, do you have any, um, thoughts on psychic abilities?
6: Do I have any psychic abilities?
2: Or thoughts on them? I don't think so. I guess the thought would be... Be Psychic too.
6: I think there's a ghost in my house and it may have psychic abilities.
2: You think there's a ghost with psychic ability? Well yeah, if it's a ghost, it's all psychic ability basically right there.
6: Yeah, yeah, the like being a ghost itself is the psychic ability.
2: Why do you think you have a ghost? Yeah. What's going on?
6: Well, like you know you know that weird that weird phase right before you fall asleep where you're not really fully asleep, you're kinda of still aware of being awake. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're laying so, there. Yeah, I gotcha.
6: Yeah, you're you're laying there, and your brain's finally starting to, like, shut the fuck up, and you're starting to fall asleep. That weird little face. But anyway, it's happened more than once where I've had, um, like, not visions or anything, but more, like, impressions of shit. And the most intense one was just a few nights ago where I, I had an intense feeling of a woman just, like, standing over my bed, oh, looking man. down at me. And it was really weird, and I, at first I thought I was dreaming. Then I realized that I was awake, and I, I laid there with my eyes shut for a long time, and it still felt like somebody was, like, standing right over me. And then finally I, I opened my eyes and kind of sat up in bed without turning on the light yet and just sat there and listened and looked around. I didn't see anything, turned on the light and didn't see anything. But it was very strange, and I've had that sensation more than once in this house.
2: That might be your psychic ability. You might be picking up on what some lady's putting down.
6: Yeah, but where's this lady?
2: In your head. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Over your bed and in your head. I
6: I need a lady lady giving me head, not being in my
2: head. Well, the, you might be able to convince her to do so if you put enough brain power behind it.
6: Oh, yeah, use, yeah using my psychic abilities. To, uh,
2: if you will it, it will happen.
6: Oh, that's true, yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, well, basically... Who said uh, that? Yeah. Uh, who said that? Probably, uh, who said that? I don't know. I just said it right now. That was me.
6: Walter from The Big Lebowski, he said it. Oh, he did? He was awesome. I, met
2: Walter. I love Walter.
6: He was good. Good character.
2: He had a gun yes. at a bowling do you, alley. Do you have any psychic abilities? Do I? I, I have I've had, had deja vu. Several, mm. a lot of times. Which I think is sort of a psychic ability. I have lucid dreams. Which is a psychic ability. I could move my body with my mind.
6: So you just think about moving your arm and then your arm moves? Well, yeah. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Have you ever tried DMT?
2: No, but I would, I would have liked to maybe a couple years ago. I don't know if I'd want to do it anymore.
6: Mm. Oh, why why not?
2: It's it's, a, Maybe I would maybe I would it depends on the situation I'm in because I know it's just like a fast uh it's pretty fast, it feels like yeah. it's lasting a while, yeah. but if I was like an uncomfortable spot and uh yeah, I'd probably do it. why not?
6: That's my philosophy on hallucinogens i you know I keep it open mind I'd like to try all sorts of
2: things I wouldn't take a big hit though like i, I know what taking a big hit is when because I smoke a lot of weed, so i know, I know what that is so i would i'd probably i'd take like I would inhale DMT, but I wouldn't like fucking, because you're supposed to like go like, and like go all out for it, but I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, I'd puff, oh, no. I'd puff, I'd oh, yeah, puff on take some the, DMT. The, the,
6: the, yeah, I see. Would you rather do it inside or outside? Do you think it would be more conducive? Uh, more
2: I'd like down? to be laying, laying down in a comfortable, comfortable place. Wherever. It wouldn't matter if it was inside or outside because once you smoke it, you feel like you're in outer space. I've heard. Yeah, that's what
6: I hear. I hear. But when I, I travel, would. Look, maybe you're able the world. Yeah. yeah, I would do it. If I could, you know, find it from a reliable source. That's my problem with trying a lot of different things I haven't tried before, is trusting the people I get it from.
2: I was offered yeah. ketamine, but I, I've never tried it. Sorry, I'm just reading the chat.
6: Oh, yeah. No, I would like to try that, too. But there's there's always shady people that deal with stuff like that. And you got to you got to wonder. I was
2: was in a very shady situation. I was like uh, at my friend's house and he had like some Russian neighbor and she was like, hey, you want to come hang out? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? And I was hanging out with her and like three or four other people and they're all doing ketamine. I'm like, this is interesting. But I'm, gonna, I'm not going to try this. I should. I, I probably should have tried it that night. But whatever. I didn't do it, and then I just left. I was like, "Bye."
6: Eh. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a weed guy. I mean, I, like, not cool. It it's might cool. be kind of fun.
2: It could be. Yeah, I'm
6: the same way. I'm the same way. Strictly, you know. I mean, mushrooms. I'll do those if I can find them.
2: I used to. I used to do some shrooms, but they make me cry and feel too much. Can't control it. Oh actually well, the first time I tried it I was left my ass off I saw like a train I was in the middle of like a football field at my high school and I saw a train going through the neighborhood and I'm like that's that's not there and then I just started <laughs> laughing for like an hour but then then I like just start crying and I feel like I'm wet and I hate that feeling so i don't, I don't I'm not a big fan of it if i was if I was hanging mm-hmm. out with people that I could be like naked around then <laughs> maybe I would do
6: well, when you said it, I was just saying that, you know, having that sensation, it might be fun to do it, like, naked in a swimming pool or something. Exactly,
2: yeah, but... If you already
6: that, feel wet, you might as well be wet.
2: Yeah, because, like, if you, I was, like, sitting in my, on my couch, and I'm like, did I just piss my pants? And I'm like, I, I can't... I can start grabbing my crotch and feeling like... It, it was not a good feeling. I didn't <laughs> I did. I didn't pee my pants, though. I was good. I was pretty good. So... But, yeah... It opened my mind. I'm very happy I tried shrooms because uh, it does let you experience psychic abilities. Lets you opens your mind and you see things going on that aren't really normal. Not commercially there.
6: <laughs> not commercially available for your, for your young mind.
2: Your your parents and your teacher are not going to tell you that there's a universe in the table. But there is.
6: The... Like, you talking about feeling wet and feeling sad. Uh, what would make me feel really sad and not not to where I would, like, cry, like, weep cry. I wasn't but really kind sad. Of, like,
2: I wasn't really sad, but I was just crying. Just like... <laughs> I wasn't sad, though. I was just I mean, leaking. I was leaking. Oh,
6: I would get, like, sad and, and whimper off of uh, Robotussin When I was younger, <laughs> we would, like, chug an entire bottle of Robotussin. robo Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> But, like, the key to really fucking tripping balls is to throw up, you know, because it's going to make you sick, and then just throw it all up, and then you will trip balls. But I would I would be so sad just, like, watching, you know, the most random things, like Napoleon Dynamite would make me cry. Like, oh, the poor guy.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh Napoleon. Uh, uh, caller, is there anything you'd like to say to hashtag Sewer Chat before, before I get back to doing some more show? Hey, hashtag super chat. Uh, You were too too slow. (laughs) I'm such an asshole. All right, let's uh, listen to a little bit more Alan Watts.
0: When a Taoist sage is wandering through the forest, he isn't going anywhere. He's just wandering. When he watches the clouds, he loves them because they have no special destination. He watches birds moving around. He watches uh, the waves lapping on the shore. And just because all this is not busy in the way that human beings are busy, because it serves no end other than being what it is now. It is for that reason that he admires it, and it is for that reason that you get the peculiar styles of Chinese painting in the Tang, Song, and later dynasties. The finer and finer you draw the hairline on the watch. You don't know exactly when now is. You could eventually get to the point where you can't see it at all, see? But if you leave it alone and you don't try to grab the moment as it flies but it's always there see you don't have to mark it you don't have to put your finger on it because it's everything that there is and so the present moment suddenly expands and it contains the whole time all past and all future everything you never have to hold on to.
3: is the dark Sower network news my name is zindu and this is news today in the news we got uh well actually this was uh like a day ago or something maybe it was like on tuesday uh the the fifth a harvard professor he won't back down claiming that an alien spacecraft is zipping past jupiter's orbit yeah we all heard about this spacecraft the Oh, moo moo, oh moo 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 moo. I'm a moo moo because it was first discovered by a Hawaiian astronomer in 2017. Uh, so th- th- this guy's like, well, you know, this thing is—it's going way too goddamn fast to be just a rock. So he says aliens. Uh, everybody is also saying that this guy is nuts. And if you're a scientist and you don't agree with them, then then uh, you're nuts, and you should be kicked out of your job. And he's like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. He's he's keeping he's keeping it real he's like yeah this is definitely aliens you know what i don't care if they want to fire me go fuck themselves i don't care i work for harvard here i made enough money i stole enough money from kids and and these these silly humans that that gave me all this money to i could just fucking retire i could go live on the farm but if i don't say somebody's got to say this shit well you know what zindu knows what that is and it's not a spaceship. It's a gigantic space turd. It's from an intergalactic alien what? that's so big, you don't even want to talk about it because it's scary just to think of the size. And this thing is a giant turd. You're lucky he didn't shit on Earth because it would have blew that shit right up. But anyway, <laughs> I give kudos to this guy for sticking to his guns. And uh, I hope he doesn't get fired because he sounds like he's probably a fun guy to drink with. Uh, anyway, that's Zindu, and that was the news. We're back. Uh,
2: Zindu's point of view is Zindu's only. It's I get I don't know. Maybe it's the Dark Sword network network's point of view too. Uh If you are having a fun time tonight, don't forget to go to nicktherat.com, nicktheratradio.com or whatever uh and you can cl- you can click on that donate button. Did anybody donate or leave a Gas Blast or anything recently? Let me check it out really quick. Let me check my email. Whoa, actually there was a donation. Holy crap. I'm just going to read the message because I don't want to give people's names out. They just gave me $69,000 though. I'm not... A- i'm going on vacation next week thank you uh messages midnight express my dude thank you thank you very much and um we're gonna listen to some music now while i go buy some dmt and i'm gonna take a rocket ship to the moon uh the future of music without me r c k t p w r remix Float back everybody ah jeez still going all right let's uh
3: in a world with clean humor that really fucking sucks you're listening to the dark sewer network where we talk as if we're friends and say fuck the fucking pc culture It's the Dark Sewer Network. And it's not really a sewer. It's where all of our hearts lie. We lie in the sewer together. We say racist things. We say sexist things. It doesn't matter here on the Dark Sewer Network. (laughs)
2: Uh, I fucking love Void Zero. But that wasn't Void Zero. That was George. The Mark and George show. Mark and George share is pretty good, bruh. It was a uh, fun. I I had a good time listening to them. They do it live on YouTube. You can watch them. Oh, geez. Just looked at my Discord channel. I see Blaha posted a picture that's scaring the fuck out of me right there. So, yeah, I, I, I'm usually on the Discord channel during off time. And I'm on the IRC and Twitch during the on time. I'll play some more better tunes than that, there, Ducky. Yeah, you know, can't all be winners. We have to play some ads because, hey, it's time to play ads, right? We gotta make that money, money. You know, but that sixty nine thousand dollars, that's gonna bump up the fuck uh, the revenue for that. If I could buy more ads with that. Yeah, you know, well, you know, hey, hey, whoo.
9: I have a normal, boring job cleaning up bathroom stalls at the local strip joint. While I'm doing this, I like to listen to my favorite podcasts. Some of those include the Nick the Rat radio podcast with Nick the Rat. He's weird. There's the No Agenda show with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak where they deconstruct news. I like those guys. There's Dvorak Horowitz and D.H. Unplugged, and they talk about the stock market. You can invest today. I'm trying to get out of this job, so I'm going there. When I'm done with those, sometimes I listen to life bites. They're a bunch of pineapple fuckers, though, so it kind of gets me out of the mood of my job cleaning the spooge up in the toilets over here. And don't forget a cat in a box podcast. They hold those mental viewing parties. They try to, like, target something, and you find it with your mind. It blows me away. And when I need to come back down to Earth, I like to listen to a walk through the mind with Billy Bones. He's really he's a really fun guy. He's got a lot of opinions there. You know who else has got opinions? Steak. You wouldn't think so, but cruising with steak has got a lot of opinions that are- I really hold up on a high pedestal. I listen to them all the time. And then don't forget, one of the best podcasts that was ever come out of Canada is going to be Grimeric, definitely. I've never learned so much about Bigfoot in my life if it wasn't for these guys. Let me tell you, it makes my job cleaning up the lipstick off the wall really, really much more enjoyable for me. So yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, if you've got the internet and a cellular device or some type of listening thing, you should tune in to these podcasts and, and see what you think, and then, you know, go back to cleaning up the shit stains in the bathroom, wherever, wherever your job is. Thanks.
10: Now, i also mentioned too that a fellow that that uh, has been in touch with me for an awful long time, his brother was in the CIA. Or is in the CIA. He will never talk about the CIA to him. He will mean, never give anything away whatsoever. except one bit of advice. He said, never watch the television. Never watch the television. It's the greatest scientific indoctrination tool ever devised. Haven't you figured that out? It's changed the whole culture of nations, not just one nation. Why do you think it was mandatory that everybody in Britain give access to televisions by the government? Why do you think China is under the, the same program to get everyone with a TV right now? Because they'd love to have you entertained. Do you really think that? And India is on the same route as well right now too. Most of your ideas and your opinions and how you emulate, because you emulate things, you mimic what you see, as Charles Galton, Darwin and others have said in the past. It becomes you. You become it. And that's what's happened. It's been very, very, very successful. Never watch the television. You can't watch a movie unless you do it critically. If you watch it critically, not there to enjoy it. Remember what they say, it's your emotions that get you on. And it's interwoven, all these emotional themes, all through movies. You're played like a harp. And they embed ideas into you along with the movies. And predictive program too. So you'll accept that which is still to come.
2: I don't think this is Alan Watts.
10: And you'll, and you'll behave the same way as the characters in the movie when it comes. Oh well, what can you do? I'll just watch much music or television. Yeah. You're given a mind of your own and you've got to use it for yourself. And believe Blue you me, if you can't... ever had a nation or wanted a nation, you'd have to make sure that everyone took their turn. Everyone took their turn. Just like jewelry duty, to go in and oversee the guys that are supposed to be taking care of everything on your behalf. It's a tight club right now. It's been like that forever because they never intended to give you anything called democracy or in fact a republic. Gangs and fraternities run the systems of the countries that's how they run and under taxation taxation and it's true what Mark said and it's true what Lenin said that with that part of it all, all wealth comes from labor and tax is another term for labor when they take your labor from you and give you nothing back for it that's called stealing and slavery slavery folks
2: What song is this?
10: but no teacher told you that did he? Look at the dictionaries if you can find an old enough one, because they keep changing them too. From Hamish Mussell from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to mean your God, or your gods go with you.
2: What? Oh, man. I love that song. I gotta find that and play it later. <laughs> it's not after a new I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> I actually heard that song while listening to Art Bell, and the I would, This happens to me so much because I listen to Art Bell all the goddamn time, and and I try to remember the lyrics from the song, and then the lyrics from that song that was just being played was something about uh, in a year it'll be okay, but if it's not then you're gay. I don't know what it was, but exactly, but it was something about something like that. It was there that uh. Boom, Baker Street. All right, I'll look that up after the show, so I can't play copyright music during the show. Uh, we have uh, a shitload more show to do and no time to do it. Let's go to the news.
3: I'm Zindu, and this is the news. Uh, Lacroix is butt slamming the people that said that they don't have natural flavors in their uh, La- Lacroix drinks there. LaCroix beverage. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So then later on in this article, it says that there's a bunch of non-natural ingredients that are only made in a lab in the drink that that the FDA and the food, and drug, and all those fuckers that don't care about you, just care about whatever. Uh, they said, yeah, th- this shit's not naturally occurring. It has to be made in thing, but we don't label it as that. So the, uh, it seems like LaCroix is a bunch of fucking hypocrites. They just want to keep that natural natural tag on their drink to sell it to all the hipsters. You know, well I, I kind of like it. I got I got a box of LaCroix back here as part of my uh, contract with the Dark Seward Network News. Yeah, I I, don't, I really don't know. It's it's a very uh there's fine lines in between all words. Like uh if they said that it was a beautiful drink, who, who the fuck's to say it's not? Like you know, it's a fuck. It's it's gorgeous. It's a it's tasty If they say it's tasty, can you sue them for that? Can you say that you're a liar for saying it's not? I don't know. All these words, they don't really mean too much. They are to protect the the consumer, but in the end, you're just a consumer anyway. How about you go out and you go fucking carbonize your own drinks, you losers. Uh Also... This guy kind of reminds me of uh, Ja Rule li- recently said that, that his uh, Fire Island bullshit. Everybody's talking about that goddamn yeah, documentary. I, do. I don't know what it is. Why do people like that shit so much? I'm yeah. not going to even watch. I'm protest. I don't care about Fire Island. Yeah. I don't care about any of those losers that went there. I don't care about the loser in jail or the losers that steal memes and post them. Don't care about any of them. Anyway, so uh, fucking Ja Rule said that it's not, uh, it's not fraud. It was just uh, false advertising. Hey, semantics, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying, this is news. Zindu, out.
2: Hello,
1: caller. Hello, Rat. How are you doing it's, today? This uh, is Oh, well, I just woke up, so I'm, I'm trying to find out how I'm doing today.
2: Oh, well, pff, you'll know soon enough.
1: After, after <laughs> well, he was the
2: bathroom, usually for me.
1: Oh yeah, well that 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 and I'm not going to <laughs> describe it. <laughs> okay, we're in the sewer stage, uh, but you might want to skip that. Well, I'm you? I'm, uh, I'm fresh and and uh, like a um a squirrel on a in a high tree on a bare branch in the rain in the wind.
2: Got a fluffy tail going, nice.
1: Yeah, that's it. oh, that's the fluffy. Yeah, that's what, that's what you say. Fl- fl- uh, what is it? bright eyes and fluffy tails? bushy tail, bright-eyed bushy tail. Yeah, oh yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's yeah, it.
2: I know my squirrels. Been, been had <clears throat> my share.
1: So, uh what's the what's the topic today?
2: Uh we're talking about uh psychic psychic powers.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm trying to develop some. It, it sure uh, helps because uh Otherwise, you have to read all the books to to get the knowledge that with psychic powers uh, you get instantly.
2: Oh. How are how are you trying to develop some psychic powers? What do you what 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 what, what, what are you doing?
1: Uh, well, I speak to the well, I, I direct my um, my wishes to to the gods, the angels, um, the spirits, uh, forefathers, mother earth the the whole bunch and and uh, at some point one of them or all of them uh, or anything in between uh, would uh, should, uh, is supposed to react uh, I, I mean that's what I'm going for and otherwise um, <clears throat> there is um, uh, of course I I'm from northwestern Europe and we used before uh, before Christianity and the Romans came mm-hmm. uh, we had religion of our own and uh, some people call it Asatru. Uh, some people call it Odinism. And there's still a whole world to be discovered there for people like us, because it is our original uh, religion, our belief from from these grounds uh, before we became uh, well Christianized, basically. Because what happened to us uh, centuries ago is what happened. Uh, really quick, you talking about
2: you talking about one-eyed Odin?
1: Yeah, yeah, ah. that one.
2: All right, continue on. Continue on. You, you
1: know, you do know why he lost his eye.
2: Um, uh, did a braven eat it?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, he uh, or oh, was it a woman? He threw it into in Mimir's well, and Mimir. Uh, he he was a um a person with a, a f- a phenomenal knowledge, huh. but at some point his head got cut off, and they decided, well. Um, uh, at least we should uh, we should keep his head because uh, that's so useful. And at some point, uh, Odin needed knowledge, and uh, Mimir was prepared to give it, but then uh, he would take an eye for it. Oh! Huh. So that's where. He, uh, that's, Did he pop it how. out himself? Yeah, yeah that's oh, that's man. Odin for you. He does that sort of thing. Yeah, he's he's a cool god, you know.
2: He is. That's fucking. That's, yeah.
1: That's poof. Than yeah, I mean, he has he, is, he has an eight legged horse. He's accompanied by two ravens and two wolves. He has a spear, and he has so many children.
2: Oh man how do you uh, how do you do you uh, like uh, show, show praise to, to to Odin by by like yeah. killing people?
1: Yeah, I do, and uh, it involves a lot of drinking as well. Oh, okay. I'm down with that. Yeah, it, it's one of the cool religions to go for.
2: I'm down I am know. Odinism. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it's Odinism, and uh, I don't know about you as as a as a as a rat. If you're a black rat or a brown rat or perhaps one of those white rats that you you see as uh, one scientific rat, but um, if you are from these grounds, you may have a relation with Odin. From your past as well,
2: I'm I'm sure I do. He's definitely he's definitely in me. I could I feel ah. it when, when there's lightning going around. I feel it in my bones.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go.
2: I think I think he's a pretty. I think he's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, he's pretty awesome, and and he has a, has a good crew as well. He has a crew. With all the other gods. Oh yes. Oh yes. All of his sons and some of his daughters and their uh, other gods, uh, uh, well, there's another group of gods as well. That you know, they're they're also cool, but at some point they, they become. They, they had a fight among themselves, but it got solved. Yeah, fam- it's family much. issues. Family it, issues happen. Yeah, you know, it runs in every family. Yeah. but you have. I mean, you can can name them all for you if you want. It's um, yeah, Baller who, who got. Killed because uh, one of the gods called Loki who's also incorporated in one of those films. Um, he managed to get the blind god Hod to take a branch of one of the uh, one plant and, and turn it into an arrow. Well, actually, he already made the arrow, and he fired that to a bowler who got struck and then he died and then. Uh, his wife um, uh, was there with him. Uh, Balder actually had a son called. Uh, uh,
2: did did a they... leprechaun have sex with Balder's wife? Uh,
1: there, there are norns involved, and I'm I'm not quite sure what norns are, but um, yeah, 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 there's something happening there. Huh. Yeah.
2: Uh, I know mostly. I know a lot about him through. Uh, uh, um, a book called "American Gods" by Neil Gaiman.
1: Oh no, never heard of it. I I read books by oh here here's one. Let's see, no, oh, there isn't. Um, <laughs> uh, there's there's one one called is. Uh, well, no, I I'd have to leave you for this. Uh, no, there's, there's 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 a series of uh, there's one guy who really did this scientific work. Uh, in um, uh, in the runes and therefore also in Odinism, because uh, the the two go together. And um, he uh, he made a series of four books that are easy to read and uh, they'll tell you how it all works. Um, well, send, that, can, send it that to
2: me later if you can't get it to it right now. Send it to Nick oh, at Nick yeah. Or you know yeah, how to get
1: in Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, like last time when we spoke. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's uh, that's probably where because because of my um, uh, genetical lineage, that's probably where I can pick up on the uh, gifts from the past huh. from my family. You know,
2: from the past then, come the gifts to the present.
1: Yes, we have to remember.
2: 5th of the November. Ah, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting all confused over here. It's uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Don't don't be, don't be. Uh, do, 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 so, you have, do you ever, like and, runes? And,
2: do you have runes under your pillow? Uh, um,
1: yeah, I made uh, I made a series, uh, a Scrabble series of runes. Basically, they yeah, they're they're all the twenty six. Uh, well, you have, you have different. Uh, series that you can can uh, choose to to work with. Mine is 26. That's the uh, the old uh, series. And um, but I'm I'm planning to make a better series in um, in, in the future. Uh, but it involves what I want to do is get the specific branch for the specific rune. That means that I have to find um, close to 26 different uh, species of trees and shrubberies uh, and then get them from a certain size. I have to speak a certain, uh, well, there's a certain ritual involved. Of course, I don't want to be seen uh, doing that somewhere. in Just to be like naked fort- and, and drunk to do it? Uh I, I've not read that so fortunately. Okay. Um but uh, I can always get get drunk of course, but then I don't know if I can recite the the words properly. You, you probably uh, want
2: to do the the you want to say the words and then
1: then maybe have a drink after. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. And and at least celebrate when I have all 26 of them. And then uh there are different ways of um uh, you know telling fortune uh um, and the one I'm going for is uh, where you you have a um, you have a, a, a what do you call it a, a, a cloth a, a a rag or a, a, what do you, what do you call a, a, what you put over a table uh, a table a tablecloth oh okay there hey, no, there it
2: is or, or um, I call then, it a, a, uh, a lady's dress sometimes I throw that onto the uh, to the table, you know, and I take it. Oh, yeah,
1: great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get but- some beer stains <laughs> on it and nachos. I'm sure they like that.
2: <laughs> a little bit of nachos <laughs> up on the table with the lady. Hey, that's a Saturday yeah. night for me.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, yeah. Back- so what do so, you do and the then, and then and then And then with the tablecloth, you have to have uh, circles of the different realms that exists mm. in the uh, Odinism, and hell being one of them. Uh, hell, not a lot of people know. Originally, was a cold place, um, a cold place where there was a, a goddess called Hela or Hell. Uh, she had, uh, she was a, a really a two-faced bitch. Uh, Absolutely, one face was all you know war, uh, worn down and uh, decayed, and the other one was still pretty attractive. I'll take that side uh i huh?
2: i'll I'll take that side if like it's if it's me and my friend yeah, then, yeah, yeah yeah
1: but hey probably your best go and um in hell uh it would be cold there would be a table, there would be very little food, and people would be very silently sitting at the table huh. that's boring um but y- you could also have um of course uh, the the afterlife of those who lost their life in battle uh, and um they uh, or and those who spent their time working magic uh, and we're talking true magic not uh, Rabbits from hats and that sort of stuff.
2: Are the runes? Are the runes attached to that magic?
1: Well, if you, if you're good at it, then uh, yep, yeah, yeah, they will. Um, uh, they will save you a spot at the table, just like the the no agenda roundtable.
2: <laughs> what? 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 Do you have a favorite rune? Do you have a favorite rune?
1: Uh, not yet, but um, at at the moment, I think. Uh, Othala the would be uh one that uh, really um, you know uh, takes my uh, my interest now Othala the means uh, it's the um inheritance um, is that, that like
2: you the, get. The, the the line with the with the other line <laughs> they're mostly all ah, this...
1: that one
2: i think i think cuz i i've been studying the runes a little bit i got a book of runes behind me somewhere but uh like, do you know? I, I I heard that the there's like houses that have like cross hatches on it that are actually runes. It's like the
1: yeah. I I've been trying to look for it as well. Um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, you can see runes in any in anything, but is- um, yeah. It it's it, I have photos also where those runes in. Uh, uh, houses in in Germany and I suppose in France uh, that were built with wooden beams and then uh, and clay would be st- stuck in between you know, clay with with straw I, I believe is where how they filled in the the gaps in between the beams uh, those kinds of houses uh, are said to have runes in them as well yes. um, yeah it's uh, and, and, but there are also other symbols that um, that are very ancient and that are uh, 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 you know uh, to this culture. And uh, you, you know the Dutch flower.
2: Oh, the Dutch, the Dutch flower. That's is that like when you take a girl and you flip her upside down?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it in that version, but. Uh, um, you know, I suppose that counts as well. But um, if you go to a uh, a farm, uh, you'd have a, um, a Dutch flower would be a circle with six leaves okay. in it. Okay. Pretty much like a, a steering wheel on a, on a ship. I'm and seeing it. I'm seeing I'm, it. Yeah. Uh, I have one friend who's writing a book about a, a an ancient language that used to exist um, made from variations of what you can make uh, in such a Dutch flower or, or basically the wheel with the, the six spokes. Um, and that, he tells me, um, is a, a, such an old language that it may be one of the mother languages for this area of the world if not further. For everybody. And that's what? that's that's really really interesting. I mean it's older than the rooms then.
2: Wow. Well, if there's only six
1: Yeah, but but you can make a lot of variations. This
2: uh, is true. Six six powers. It's a lot. Yeah, that's actually that is a lot. You can probably do a lot with that.
1: No, no, no. You, you you do not only use the spokes, but you you also take parts of the round uh, part of the wheel. Holy crap! So
2: he's writing this yeah. book.
1: Uh, sorry, he's uh, writing a book about this. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I mean it's it's poo pooed, and uh, there are that uh, there's one uh, well scientist uh, and who's a scientist nowadays. You know, the high priest of truth.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh he, he wrote a uh an article saying, Oh, this is basically this is this is nonsense. This is written by some reverend somewhere up in the north who was also a uh, schoolmaster, I believe. And he just made it all up. But uh no, this this friend of mine he tells me um this is much older than that. And actually you can find you can find him on uh, on YouTube with interesting old clips and explanation you, on uh, how it works
2: how how can I find him on youtube
1: let's see Yeah, here it is uh the um his channel is called ura Linda now Linda is like the name Linda okay and ura is. O oh, as uh, Oscar, Echo, Romeo, Alpha.
2: Okay, so it's not like uh, the the Navy the Navy SEALs going hoorah. It's more like an ura. All right, well, yeah, it,
1: it, it may be it, it may be derived from that. You know, it might be the languages are related. This you know it, it, up to this day they're trying to um, to, 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 to to manipulate language. To let us forget.
2: That's what they're doing. This is this actually all ties into this, this whole psychic, felt. this whole psychic stuff that I was talking about. Because I was I was mentioning earlier about like uh, the Zeitgeist and like how how everything's connected.
1: Hoorah. Zeitgeist.
2: <laughs> yeah, the Zeitgeist.
1: But, you know the, the Phoenix Project and that sort of thing. The Phoenix Project. Oh, man. no man. Oh
2: well. Yes, call- Caller, we'll have to talk about this at another time, but uh is there anything <laughs> you would like to say okay. to uh hashtag sewer chat before before I let you go?
1: Well, um check out Uralinda and find out that You you can't
2: you can't talk about other links on the show. No, I'm just joking. Sorry I hang up on you. We're still in the middle of this show, Caller. I hope he's not mad at me. I'm a little bit in love with that caller. Uh like Eli. Remixed by P U M U. back. That was likely a little bit remixed by PUMU. It's an auto-erotic bootleg remix. All the music you're hearing tonight is all on SoundCloud. It's, uh, Nick the Rat-like something. Ooh, we are running late tonight. Let's try to burn through some things a little bit quicker. Do we have any voicemails? Probably. Holy crap. Yes, indeed, we do. Let's look at the voicemails. Uh, sorry, last caller. Uh, that was actually a great, great talking, but, you know, we're getting... We're getting to that point where we have to cut the show off at some point. we have another call? I don't know if I can take any callers. You could leave a voicemail. Sorry. Hey, what? what's the matter, man? We're going to call around at 12 or some point a week go.
8: It's just time to, to meet you. We're going to bring a case of wine. And hey, you know we're going to pull along, you know, like we used to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alan Watts?
5: Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would, naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? And then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. You would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have. Of playing that you weren't God. Because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea, is to play that he's not. The first thing he says to himself is, man, get lost because he gives himself away the nature of love is self-abandonment not clinging to oneself throwing yourself out as in for example in basketball you're always getting rid of the ball you say to the other fellow have a ball see and uh, that that keeps things moving that's the nature of life so in this idea then everybody is fundamentally the Ultimate reality, not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep, down, basic, whatever there is, and you're all that, only you're pretending you're not.
2: Damn, he gets deep with it. Um, uh. well, well uh, we have more. More show that I'm just going to have to blow through because we're late. Unless I change the format of the show one day. We already did three for Zin- We did this news already, right? Hold on, let me just...
3: The news. Uh, LaCroix is... We did l- We did LaCroix.
2: All right, let's do some, uh... Let's do the next news.
3: This is big news with Big Zinduski. Nah, it's just regular Zindu. Uh... So there's 190 million dollars in cryptocurrency gone, disappeared, vanished, vamoose, because the Canadian guy that fucking runs the place—he was the only one with the password. What? 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 That sounds like that sounds like some good business practices right there, you know? Hey, I'm the only guy in the whole company that has the passwords that has all this money involved in it. Ah, he kicked the can. Nobody knows how to get in. Now you can't get your money in. You can't get your money out. His wife is like filing for hey, don't fucking sue me. I just sucked his dick. Uh, He was trying to open an orphanage, then he died of Crohn's disease. Uh, Nobody could get in. They can't break through the encryption. That's great. Uh, I thought you you know, usually you would think you would think better about this. Nick the Rat leaves his fucking password on the bottom of the desk. I go in there, I check out his little rat porn sometimes. You know those rat girls that got eight titties? It's pretty hot. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, uh, cryptocurrency, you still want to put your money in there? <laughs> I only get paid in crypto, fuck. Uh, Zindu, out.
2: Fuck you, Zindu. Take your crypto and shove
5: it. My contention, my personal opinion, this is my basic metaphysical axiom, shall we put it that way. That existence the physical universe is basically playful. There is no necessity for it whatsoever. It isn't going anywhere. That is to say, it doesn't have some destination that it ought to arrive at. So then, in music though, one doesn't make the end of a composition the point of the, compo- of the composition. If that were so, the best conductors would be those who played fastest. <laughs> and there would be composers who wrote only finales. <laughs> People go to a concert just to hear one crashing chord because that's the end. <laughs> Same way in dancing. You don't aim at a particular spot in the room that's where you should arrive the whole point of the dancing is the dance now but we don't see that as uh, something brought by our education into our everyday conduct we've got a system of schooling which gives a completely different impression it's all graded and what we do is we put the child into the corridor of this grade system the kind of, come on, kitty, kitty, kitty. And, yeah, you go to kindergarten, you know. And that's a great thing because when you finish that, you'll get into first grade. And then, come on, first grade leads to second grade and so on. And then you get out of grade school. You go to high school. And it's revving up. The thing is coming. Then you're going to go to college. And by Jove, then you get into graduate school. And when you're through with graduate school, you go out and join the world. And then you get into some racket where you're selling insurance. And they've got that quota to make. And you're gonna make that. And all the time, this thing is coming. It's coming, it's coming, that great thing, the the success you're working for. Then when you wake up one day about 40 years old, you say, my God, I've arrived. (laughs) I'm there. And you don't feel very different from what you always felt. And there's a slight letdown because you feel there's a hoax. And there was a hoax, a dreadful hoax. They made you miss everything by expectation. Look at the people who live to retire. put those savings away and then when they're 65, they don't have any energy left, they're more or less impotent and uh, they go and rot in an old people's senior citizens community. (laughs) Because we've simply cheated ourselves the whole way down the line. We thought of life by analogy with a journey, with a pilgrimage which had a serious purpose at the end, but the thing was to get to that end. Success, or whatever it is, or maybe heaven after you're dead. But we missed the point the whole way along. It was a musical thing, and you were supposed to sing or to dance while the music was being played.
3: Shit. That's fucking stupid. I mean, really. What is wrong with these people? Shit! Shit! Fucking hell. Damn. Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Shit. Fucking hell. Shit. Shit. That's not normal. In <laughs> fact, this fucking program's not normal. Fucking hell. Seriously. Shit. Wait. Fucking hell. Shit. 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 Shit.
2: Let's listen to Half Moon Serenade guitar solo, relaxed Music VN by relaxed Music VN. relax Ah. pass that jay i could really use it right now maybe we could do some voicemail over this this works yeah let's let's play some voicemails
8: hey i was just listening to fletcher talking about this uh ghost lady that comes and visits uh before he goes to bed, I have some advice for him. He needs to, before he goes to bed, he needs to open up his mind and he has to repeat in his head the mantra, here I am, what do you need? Here I am, what do you need? And if he opens up his mind enough, that ghost lady will give him a blowjob. (laughs)
2: Works so well with this song. Let's let's see if this voice. <laughs> let's see if this voicemail works with the song. Yeah, this is Nick the Rock. Yes, this. My yeah. name is Willem McGill, and I would like uh, to. I'm um, telling you that I I actually am a psychic, and I could
8: prove it to you. Um, right now, everybody
2: listening to this is basically saying that's not your goddamn accent. Jesus Christ, of course it's not. Oh, my God.
5: There's a line behind me from a Chinese poet. And it says, literally, day ditto, in other words, day, day, that is good day. Every day is a good day. And it comes as the last line of this poem In spring, hundreds of flowers. In summer, refreshing breeze, in autumn the moon. Free your mind from idle thoughts, and for you every season is a good season, or every day is a good day. And idle thoughts mean illusory thoughts, thoughts of pursuing a future, thoughts of making one's happiness depend on something which civilized societies, we spend so much of our time living for the future, we become very much like those celebrated donkeys, you know, that have uh, a carrot fastened on a stick that's tied to the neck, you know, behind here, and it comes over, and there's the carrot dangling in front of you. And They pursue it, pursue it, pursue it, but could never reach it. And so in exactly the same way, it's that way with us. My goodness, don't you remember when you went first to school? You went to kindergarten kindergarten the idea was to push along so that you could get into first grade and then push along so that you could get into second grade third grade, so on going up and up and then you went to high school and this was a great transition in life and now the pressure is being put on you must get ahead you must go up the grades and finally be good enough to get to college and then when you get to college you're still going step by step step by step up to the great moment in which you're ready to go out into the world and then when you get out into this famous world comes the struggle for success in profession or business. And again, there seems to be a ladder before you, something for which you're reaching all the time. And then, suddenly, when you're about 40 or 45 years old in the middle of life, you wake up one day and say, Huh? I've arrived. And by Jove, I feel pretty much the same as I've always felt. In fact, I'm not so sure that I don't feel a little bit cheated, because you see you fool. You are always living for somewhere where you are. And while, as I said, it is of tremendous use for us to be able to look ahead in this way and plan, there is no use planning for a future, which when you get to it and it becomes a present, you won't be there you'll be living in some other future which hasn't yet arrived. And so in this way, one is never able actually to inherit and enjoy the fruits of one's action. You can't live at all unless you can live fully now.
2: That's great there, Alan Watts. Sorry about the hiss on that. Kind of covered up that other song, But it worked over well. That was a Half Moon seren- Serenade guitar solo. It's late people. It's it's goddamn late. But I got stuff to
5: play. In a world of breathtaking models and the beautiful people. Academy Award winner Faye Dunaway is photographer Laura Mars. Her work, the subject of controversy. Tommy Lee Jones is Detective John Neville, intrigued by her photographs for his own reasons.
0: These are police photographs. They are strictly our own material. They were never published anywhere at all. So my question is very simple. Why
11: are my photographs so much like yours?
5: That's right. Somewhere between the sensations of high fashion and the precise form of her art lies another dimension, unexplored, unexpected.
10: Unwillingly, Laura Mars becomes a witness to a series of
5: murders watching through the eyes of a killer.
8: Laura Mars
11: when it happens I can't see what's in front of me what I see is that think of that camera as the eyes of the killer
5: drawn by a mystery do you
4: understand
5: their lives converge
0: world, sensual,
5: dazzling, provocative. His world, demanding, dangerous, violent.
11: This is incredible. In the midst of all of this, I can't stop thinking of you.
0: I know, I know.
11: What What is going on?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's completely unprofessional of me to be walking with you in the woods, I'll well, tell I you that. I
4: don't have time for this. I-
2: oh crap it I cut, I cut that off can I can I jump back to where it was oh fuck oh.
0: their lives converge
2: violent
11: this is incredible Good enough. in the midst of all of this I, I can't stop thinking of you
0: I know I know
11: what, what is going on
0: I don't know. I mean, it's completely unprofessional of me to be walking with you in the woods, I'll tell well, you that. I
4: don't have time for this.
0: I- I'm supposed to be catching a <laughs> killer.
4: Well, I'm completely out of control. Oh, <laughs> I can't get because-
0: Laura. <laughs> Eyes of Laura Mars.
2: I just wanted that scream. It was nice. Uh, we also have one gas blast, it looks like. Let me get this email up here. It says play Zindu. All right, let me play a Zindu clip. Uh, last one, last Zindu. We're getting to the, we're getting there, we're getting there.
3: My name's Zindu, sure. so you don't have to. Uh, that doesn't make any sense here. Uh, this is the news on the Dark Sewer Network News, and I'm Zindu. Uh, all right, well, now that I wasted everybody's fucking time with my long ass intro, let's have a little chat about it. Hawaii! Hawaii, I've never been there. I would love to go. It sounds like it's a blast, a ball. But if you smoke cigarettes, I wouldn't go at all. <laughs> I'm turning into Dr. Seuss right here. Uh, so, they want to raise the smoking age. Check this here. The new bill, HB 1509, suggests that smoking age should go up to 30 in 2020. And then 40 in 2021. 50 in 2022 and 60 in 2023 until finally in the year 2024 people would need to be a hundred a hundred years oh jesus a hundred years old to buy cigarettes you know but the uh, fucking chewing tobacco cigars and e-cigarettes those are fine they're not on the thing just cigarettes so they want you to be a hundred years old how are you going to even sell cigarettes? Nobody even reaches 100 for crying out loud. Uh, what, the, what are they thinking? It's going to put the complete industry out. Well, it's going to kick it out of Hawaii, I guess. I don't know. What are they going to change next? The fucking, uh... uh I, I, I can't even make a joke. This is ridiculous. Why would... I don't know. You know, I'm not... I, 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 smoking's bad and all, but people need to be able to make their own decisions in life, don't they? You got to fuck up. You got to crack some eggs to fucking maybe, you know... Like, most artists these days, they're they're alcoholics or fucking drunks or they're fucking they're smoking cigarettes and stuff. You're gonna it's the, the the music and the and the arts are gonna go down the tube. in know why? Because of this. Or or maybe or maybe I'm being silly. Maybe we should just ban cigarettes. Being a little silly here, uh, Zindu. Oh, I think legalize weed though. These are deep thoughts from Zindu. Dear God,
2: is this show over yet? Let me look at my crystal ball. Oh fuck! There's one more Alan Watts clip, <laughs> and then we're gonna get, out. and then we're gonna get the fuck out of here. Let's listen to the last Alan Watts. Listen to some more music, and then we're gonna call it shits.
5: Now you know that in ancient times, all kings had at their courts a court fool. And sometimes it probably was true that the fool was a crazy person who had a peculiar capacity for making inappropriate remarks and there's something about inappropriate remarks that can be very funny. I remember as a child we used to play a game in which uh, we had first of all a booklet with a story in it, but every now and then a word was left blank. And then uh, you were given a pile of cards that were shuffled around the players. And in turn, as the story was read by one person, the players turned up whatever card they had and said the word. And the most extraordinary things happened. And in this way, of course, the person who could make inappropriate remarks at the right moment can sometimes bring the house down. But actually, as time went on, the function of the fool became more sophisticated than that. And he became a person whose function was not simply to make jokes and to be a funny man, but to remind the monarch of his humanity so that he would never, never get too stuffy. Within the crown, within the hollow crown that rounds the mortal temples of the king, keeps death his watch. And there the antic sits, the antic being the court fool. And there the antic sits, scoffing at his state and grinning at his pomp, allowing him a little time to monarchize, be feared, and kill with looks. And then at the last comes death, and with a little pin, bores through his castle wall, and farewell, king. See, that was in a way the function of the fool. He was reminding you of your finitude, of your mortality and death at the end in somewhat the same way as monks used to keep on the desks in their cells a grinning skull. And all this is of course nowadays thought very morbid because today we repress death uh, very, very strongly. And the whole uh, function and role of the mortician in our culture is to pretend in some way that death doesn't happen. He's a husher upper He sweeps you under the carpet at considerable expense. (laughs) Now then, I try to think whether there is any institution in modern society that really corresponds to the court fool. And there isn't. There is, of course, the political cartoonist. There is the satirist. There is the commentator. But he doesn't sit uh, in the president's office. And the president can ignore him altogether if he so chooses. We don't like nowadays anyone to suggest that our social institutions are not altogether serious. We can't stand it because we are much too insecure. And this is a very dangerous state of affairs. And so it really is high time that in many ways the institution of the fool was reintroduced. The institution of the fool was reintroduced. The institution of the fool was reintroduced. Well, everybody,
2: there you have it. Use your psychic abilities to be a fool and be happy. I guess that's the whole point of the show. It's always just uh, that for me. Sometimes it gets me in trouble, especially with loved ones they might not really like when I'm acting the fool, but uh, I think the fool brings the truth out, and the truth is a really powerful thing for life to solidify. You You need a solid life to work with. Sure, we might live in a hologram and we're all just light slowed down and energy twisting through each other and there's multiple dimensions and you might see it differently from somebody else but in the end if you're just having fun that's all that really matters right well I'm gonna leave you with one more song this one's really gonna just hammer it all home because basically psychics are just using some weird science by Oingo Boingo remixed by Solo Anna See you next week, everybody. Long show is long. Go pee in the woods, Gene Witch. <laughs> long song is long, too.
6: Nick the Rat. He's in the sewer.
0: You're building a rat ship here.
10: And can do good work. Yes, and we do. He, he can do great work.
5: Question.